Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, June 5th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. In an email to Ars Technica, Instagram stated that it does not provide a copyright license to display embedded images on third-party websites to users of its embedding API. The company says that while their terms allow them to grant sublicenses, our platform policies require third parties to have the necessary rights from applicable rights holders. Instagram says it's exploring the possibility of giving users more control over photograph embedding. Currently, users can only block embedding by taking their accounts private. According to data from both Apptopia and Sensor Tower, Twitter's mobile app had its most ever global downloads and installs in the past week. Numbers between the two analysts vary, with Sensor Tower seeing Twitter receiving over a million downloads on Monday and Tuesday before a slowdown later in the week, while Apptopia saw Twitter hitting a record number of installs on Wednesday with 677,000 worldwide, including over 500,000 outside of the U.S., Apptopia also reported that Twitter peaked at 40 million daily active users this week in the U.S., compared to their last earnings report, which listed 31 million monetizable daily active users in the U.S., their own metric. Facebook is rolling out labels that identify media that is state-controlled or owned. These outlets will no longer be allowed to buy advertisements on Facebook in the U.S. starting this summer. Facebook used outside experts to classify state-controlled media based on multiple factors. Outlets can appeal the label if they feel it was applied by mistake. The Facebook photo transfer tool that launched in Ireland at the end of 2019 is now available globally. The feature lets users directly copy Facebook photos to Google Photos with an encrypted transfer rather than having to download them and then upload them again. The option Transfer a Copy of Your Photos and Videos is found in the Settings menu under the Your Facebook Information. Facebook support for other services beyond Google Photos is being built. The feature is part of the open source data transfer project. Google's Threat Analysis Group announced it has recently identified phishing attacks against personal email accounts for staffers on both President Trump and former Vice President Biden's campaigns. Google sent a warning to the targeted campaign staffers and alerted federal law enforcement officials about the attempted cyber attack. The attacks against the Biden campaign staffers appear to originate from China, and the attacks against the Trump campaign staffers appear to originate in Iran. 
Amazon and Slack announced a new partnership. Under the deal, Amazon will offer all employees access to Slack's workplace collaboration tools, and Slack will migrate its voice and video calling features to use Amazon's Chime platform on the back end. In addition, AWS will work to better integrate services like AWS Chatbot and Amazon AppFlow into Slack. ByteDance announced it shut down the news aggregator TopBuzz. The service launched back in 2015 as an overseas version of the popular Chinese news aggregator Jinri Taochao and recommended personalized news articles to users based on an AI algorithm. EA launched over 25 games on Steam, previously only available on EA's Origin storefront. Games include titles from the Dragon Age, Crisis, and Need for Speed franchises, as well as the newly launched Command & Conquer Remastered Collection. Valve also plans to offer benefits for EA Access subscribers on Steam, expected to be available later this summer. Dropbox launched a private beta for a new password manager on Android called Dropbox Passwords. The app lets users create unique passwords, store them online, and sync them across devices, using zero-knowledge encryption, giving only users access to stored passwords. Motorola released two new budget phones, the Motorola E and the Moto G Fast. The G Fast offers a 720p 19x9 hole-punch display, a Snapdragon 665 system on a chip, 3GB of RAM, 32GB of storage, and a 4000 mAh battery, as well as a USB-C port, fingerprint scanner, and an IP52 water repellent rating. The G Fast has three cameras, a 16-megapixel main camera, an 8-megapixel ultrawide, and a 2-megapixel macro camera, and costs $199. The Motorola E, meanwhile, offers a 6.2-inch 720p display with a notch for the front camera, a Snapdragon 632 SoC, 2GB of RAM, 32GB of storage, and a 3,550 mAh battery. The phone also offers two rear cameras, a 16-megapixel main camera, and a depth sensor, with a starting price of $149. Both phones run Android 10 and are available on June 12th. And finally, while Google Plus was shut down in April 2019 for consumers, the G Suite version for businesses remained online. Google also announced that version of Google Plus would be rebranded at some point as Google Currents. Over the past several months, a beta of Google Currents with a redesigned look has been available to some administrators. Google now says that Google Currents will launch for all G Suite customers on July 6th. All Google Plus content and users will be automatically moved over, with plus.google.com links still working. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 